Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday, presented, of course, by BetMGM. 20 minutes from now, John Daigle is going to join us, NFL Fantasy and Handicapping at 4 for 4 Football. So he'll join us 20 minutes from now to break down tonight's game. The week six card, Commanders, Bears. Uh, let's get to the NFL as a whole for this week. Week six, the line movement we're seeing. We talked about tonight's game with now the Commanders as the favorite by one. It was Bears. So we flipped around there. But let's go through what, what we're noticing in terms of numbers moving around here. Joe, you mentioned earlier the Bengals, the injuries to the uh, Saints at wide receiver. That number is moving. We're mm-hmm. now at Bengals minus two. That was minus one to start the week. I saw one and a half. We're getting a two. Do you think we get to three on this one? The Bengals in New Orleans on Sunday. I, mean, I don't know what to do with either of these teams. I mean, the Bengals have gone under. Right. Their third games have gone under 10 straight. Zach Taylor, I think everyone's starting to realize, like, this guy doesn't really know what he's doing. No feel for offensive play calling. Joe Mixon is stunk. But they're going against Andy Dalton. I mean, this feels like a decent spot for the Bengals to go get a game but, and get their season back on track. But are they? But are that's that's one of the big questions. They said Jameis returned to practice yesterday. So in what capacity mm. over the next couple of days is the big question. So yeah. we, we talked about it on Monday a little bit, that they might be in a better spot with some sort of combination of Andy Dalton – and Sean Payton's favorite player of all time at Taysom Hill. So if you have Jameis out there, can you do some of the Taysom stuff? Are they going to be as willing to pull him off the field? Because I don't think Jameis would care for that one too much. But listen, man, he just scored four touchdowns right. by himself. He passed four and he, he ran three more in. Like I, I wonder about that. You know, looking at some of the Dalton numbers, and they're kind of shocking the way he's played. We noticed it in the London game how efficient he was. And then like now we're getting a little, little bit of a larger sample size. You realize he has um, the second best completion percentage above expectation in the NFL. He's number two 
like it's it's surprising so um the metrics like yards per play their adjusted line yards their offense is top five they don't have much explosion and i think that's why we they're starting to get more creative with Taysom hill um they're great in the red zone which is probably going to re regress in the negative sense at some point they're scoring touchdowns in the red zone 80 percent of the time you can't play a full season and do that and water's going to find its level a little bit so Maybe they're figuring something out. Like, I was higher on the Saints than most in the offseason. Then they had a, had a rough start. I, I'm curious, though. But I will say, on the flip side, when you look at that defense, it was very strange to see them at home letting Geno Smith just carve them up all day. And I know Geno's yeah. done that to a lot of teams. But you figured with the Saints defense, that would change a little bit. Um, they're still great against the run. They're amongst the best. EPA per rush, they're number one. So... I don't think that really comes into play because Mixon's been awful, just yep. awful this season. So it'll be fascinating. Uh, the injury report is very big in this game, whether we're talking about Jameis, Olave, Michael Thomas, or T. Higgins for the Bengals. Yeah, I, um, you're right about Dalton. And the Saints defense wasn't all the projection on them because there were high projections, right? Keyshawn Johnson has them in the Super Bowl. Peter mm -hmm. King has them top seed in the <laughs> NFC. Wasn't it all the defense is top five as long as the offense is okay, soft division, they've got a path. Well, you mentioned their defense. It's not top five anymore. I think they miss Marcus Williams. I think they miss Malcolm Jenkins in the back. They're okay, mm -hmm. right? They're not bad. But if they're only a top 12 defense and we're talking about Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston – this isn't going to work. I mean, they're not going to be a playoff team if that's the case. So that that's yeah. an interesting game. So we got movement there. Another game we have movement, Aaron, we're noticing. The Patriots now down to two and a half. Uh, they were a three-point underdog. So that game is moving back towards the Patriots. I like the Patriots on Sunday. I wonder if this yeah. one gets closer to even. Well, and Belichick still hasn't said who the quarterback's going to be, right? And nope. I kind of like that. It gives me a sneaky <clears throat> feeling that Belichick's got some tricks up his sleeve. And I like the Patriots in this situation. Um, but yeah, two and a half point underdogs, the Patriots at the Browns. It, will it be Bailey Zappi? Will it be Mac Jones? Is there much of a difference between the two? I think there's a difference, but not if, if Jones is banged up, right? He's If he's healthy, I think he's better, but... If he's hobbling, they're probably going to play Zappy again here. Uh, so we start with the line move. Was that moving up? Were you saying on the? It was three. Cleveland so side? it's coming. It's it was three. Coming it moved down. Three. Yeah. Okay. Moved down. That's right. Three. That's right. On Monday we were talking about it being three. In the look ahead, it was three and a half. Patriots were not good in the red zone last week. I'm just wondering about this Mac Jones situation. So they, they said he's limited. I mean, they, they play games. Maybe by Thursday, later today, Friday, we'll get something. I mean, they did announce last week, like, look, Mac Jones is out on Friday. So maybe around right. this time tomorrow, we'll get some sort of information. You know what's the, the most amazing part to me? It's, it's not a surprise that a Belichick team has some players that are balling out defensively or that they're running the football uh, to a high degree. Mm -hmm. It's that they've been explosive on offense. That That is surprising to me, and it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. They have the third-best explosive play rate in the NFL. They have the third-best explosive pass rate in the NFL. 
Hey, this is the post Brady era. Crazy. I find that surprising after after five games. Uh, we've talked a lot about this week about Judon and what he's done. He's second in the league in pressures. Uh, Jack Jones too. But he stepped in like beginning of the year. He was viewed as a guy that maybe it would be limited playing time. And now of all cornerbacks, uh, passer rating allowed, he's second best in the NFL. And pe- and if you look at his defensive rookie of the year numbers, they have been slashed this week. Everybody is su- suddenly realizing he was like 40, 50 to one uh, last week. And now it's some places are like 10, 12, if that. I just when you face Cleveland, I want to know how you do against the run because then I know how, how to feel about you. Like that matchup with the Chargers, it was perfect for Cleveland, and that's why I think a lot of people were set were on that side. And they ran the ball very well. They just didn't didn't uh, take care of business enough. So how are the page? How's the Patriots' run defense going to be? What does stand out is they are twenty seventh in the NFL EPA per rush. So I'm wondering if Chubb and Hunt are just going to be able to run on this Pat Steve. Well, they could. So I wonder if that means we're getting a lot of explosive runs or are we getting an under game because the clock's moving the whole time? Because the Browns defense can't stop the run either. The, the Chargers right. went in there last week with the worst run offense and they ran for 238. I think it's back-to-back games the Browns giving up 200 yards rushing. Falcons and the Chargers. Like, man, with the way this Patriots run offense is going right now in Stevenson, they're going to run all over them. I think this is a Patriots game. As long as their quarterback, whoever it is, doesn't turn it over, I think they go win this game. Or this, I mean, I'll take the points. Um, I teased them yesterday, but I, I, I think they're the play in this game. So I'm not surprised that number's moving towards them with everything going on. The other one that's interesting, we brought this up with a guest yesterday. Ravens are up to six now as the favorite, Aaron, against the Giants. I know it's we all say the Giants aren't that good, and I don't think any of us think they are. Does it feel like they're giving up, the Ravens are giving a lot of points on the road? Six-point favorite against the Giants? That feels heavy to Especially me. Especially given that <clears throat> Wink, Wink Martindale's with the Giants now, and he knows yep. a thing or two about the Ravens in terms of game planning. It does seem like a lot of points, <clears throat> but this is a Giants team that's been overachieving. I mean, I just think they're overrated. Um, I don't think home field is a big thing in this situation and it's not that far to travel um it's co- what a few hours <laughs> away yep. it's really yep. not that big of a deal um gosh i mean ravens really need to have a game where they can put a team away as well they've been in so many close games and this is an opportunity to really put a team away um i saw something that lamar jackson oh i wish i saved it He's something like 12 and 0 against NFC opponents. NFC. Something. Yes. Yeah. All the same thing. Yes. 12 and okay. 0 straight up. Yeah. Yeah. So that is truth or trend. I don't, I, I could see I was that. on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely seeing that, see that continue against the Giants this week. So Lamar's coming off a bad game. And now he's facing the defensive coordinator that knows him better than anybody, right? You would think. Yeah. And we Martindale going exactly. against him every single day in practice for years. And I, I don't know what kind of guy he is, if he's got a grudge, but I would. After what he did, he lost his entire defense to injuries last year. And get out of here. Get out of Dodge. Like, what? What is it? That yeah. doesn't make much sense to me at all. Um, I, I didn't think it was his fault. Maybe they just wanted to change the style or whatever. How are the Giants 4-1? and one? 
when you look at the numbers, that's what I keep going back to. They don't have any receivers. They don't have an offensive line. The only quarterback that has pressured more than Justin Fields is Daniel Jones. He's pressured 34% of dropbacks. I mean, is that sustainable? You would think not. They have zero explosion on offense. Dead last in explosive play rate. Dead last in explosive pass rate. He's getting sacked. How are they 4-1? and one? It's amazing how yeah, this yeah. has happened. Oh, yeah. the schedule, right? The schedule really played yeah. into it. They got the Panthers. They got yes. the Bears. But they beat the Packers. I mean, last week was the different. Yeah. That was a game that at least gives us something different about them. Like, oh, well, they beat the Packers straight up. They're not. They're not terrible. And they're not giving up the the big play on defense through the air. They're not. Uh, they're third in explosive pass rate on defense. And that can be a little bit of fluky. Um, but, I mean, that's what Lamar is. It's the big play, whether we're talking about an 80-yard pass play or an 80-yard rush. That's what Lamar's built on. That's when when he has his success. That's what you see. Like, the offense is still playing well, though. Like, we're probably picking him apart by the throws that he missed. That's Lamar. He's going to miss some of those, and he's going to hit a bunch of those. Some some days he wakes up and he hits them all, and he has six passing touchdowns in a game. We've seen that in the past. Um, offensively, second DVOA, fourth in yards per play. Uh, they're running the football at a very good degree. I Is it too high? I'm not taking the Giants in this spot. I, I would think it's probably going to be Ravens or nothing. And uh, I think it'd be pretty comical if they take care of business on the road here to move to a perfect record on the road. And they're in all these tight games at home. Yeah, it's weird because in the past they've been great at home. All right, one more uh, game that I saw move from yesterday to today. We've gone from five and a half down to four and a half in the Monday night game. We haven't spoke much about this game this week. I'm, you know, Obviously, we do more Monday night stuff when we get to next week before the game. Broncos Chargers. So we get Nathaniel Hackett on primetime again. So these schedule makers were just cruel. Stop. Just stop. Oh, Nathaniel Hack with extra rest? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Chargers are shaken. Uh, so, but it was five and a half yesterday. We're down to four and a half now. I guess Russ is just going to play through this. So he, well, he went to California for like an injection or some sort of procedure on his shoulder, whatever they're doing. But he's going to play. I mean, he's not like he's out. I, I wonder how banged up Russell Wilson is, Aaron, or how much of this is – he wants it out there that he's playing through an injury because he stinks right now. He wants everyone to know he's not playing well. You know, maybe it was an I excuse. Mean, doesn't your gut tend to lean on the ladder? I mean, all this hype, oh, Broncos going to the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. And now he looks terrible. He looked terrible last year too. So what was the excuse? He was banged up. What was it? His hand? His, I yeah. don't know. It, I think it's just excuses, excuses he's done and they it was it, they should have turned the page i still can't believe they paid him everything that they did but i just don't believe it i think he's trying to just cover up for the fact that he and his team stink how how are the broncos going to keep pace let's say their top defense you know does the best they can against herbert they have a really nice game what do you, what can you hold the Chargers down to in this matchup? 23. 23. Can they get to 23? Can they get to 17? Seriously. How many how many games have they gotten to 17 this year? 
I mean, they, it's been so pathetic. I feel like yeah, they haven't gotten question. 17 a whole bunch this year. Uh, they're, averaging 50, they're averaging 15 per game. Averaging 15 oh, per gosh. game. Gross. So the Sunday night once. win against San Francisco, they had 11. So they got 17 once. Wow. That Vegas game that they lost. They scored 23. Huh. They scored 16 against Seattle week one, I remind you. 16 against the worst that, defense in the NFL. Defense is terrible. Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Houston, they scored 16. Houston stinks. God, are they awful. And I know that was game number two. Oh. Indy. Oh, this is the... All right. Now I'm thinking it's, Chargers yeah. in this spot. They, they did, I am, too. They did... Br- they did bring up Kendall Hinton earlier this week. So are we 100% sure that Russ is going to be ready to go? <laughs> what if you it bet on Kendall It says he Hinton? is. Are they better without Russ? They might be. Ooh. Now that oh. would be a story. Uh, I would take the charge of this number. We'll see where the number goes rest of the week. John Daigle is going to join us next. We'll talk week six across the NFL. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 